we are back in from the break, ladies and gentlemen. It was awesome getting the opportunity to sit down with my man, Justin Smith, the lead scouting and recruiting analyst for Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Smith coming on to give us an update on the visitors, recruits, top targets that will be at the University of Alabama this weekend. Bryant-Denny Stadium to take in Crimson Tide versus LSU. As always, be sure to check out his show, The Process, on YouTube on Mondays and Wednesdays. Justin does an unbelievable job covering recruiting from all aspects. He looks at the guys that are high on Alabama, the guys that Alabama's high on, who's releasing their top five, who's releasing their top ten. If you crave recruiting... If you are just solely wired in recruiting, you want to know who's hot, who's not, you know, what's going on in that field of Bama football, I encourage you, follow Justin Smith, check out the process, check out his work in terms of recruiting. He is covering these athletes. He's at all the high school games. He's traveling around to all the events. He has the boots on the ground. He has the ear to the grindstone in terms of what is happening in Crimson Tide recruiting. So definitely check out the process with Justin Smith on Mondays and Wednesdays as he continues to hit that recruiting like nobody else does. But you are locked and loaded onto the hottest form, best form of Alabama football news, notes, and information, that being In My Own Words, the podcast with yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Uh, as always, people, you give the show a thumbs up, a like on YouTube, and subscribe, because that tells us Bama Nation wants more, and we're always trying to give Bama Nation exactly what you guys want. As always, well, as we all know, the college football playoff rankings, the first installment of those rankings came out on Tuesday and the top four seeds, as they're listed on the board right now, are number one, Ohio State, number two, LSU, number three, Alabama, and number four, the Penn State Nittany Lions. The two teams on the outside looking in, number five, Clemson, number six, Georgia, and to round out the top ten, Oregon at number seven, Utah at number eight, Oklahoma at number nine, and the Florida Gators land at number 10. So that's just the first installment of the college football playoff rankings. And though national media looks at this game as a must win for Alabama, they got to win, they have to win, they need it in terms of the college football playoff. They're not using these same adjectives for LSU just due to even if LSU was to lose this game, uh, national media will still try to look at LSU's strength of schedule and slip them into the college football playoff regardless. But I'm not going to dive into that part of the conversation. I'll just say this. LSU's a good football team. They are. I know people look at yours truly, you know, myself, and thinking that I'm bashing LSU, I'm bashing Edo, I'm bashing Joe Burrow. I have high respect for Joe Burrow. I have high respect for Edo. I just know the magnitude of this game and how big this game is. Now, LSU's had a great season, and LSU's had a marquee year. I'm just saying that this is the same LSU that 
last year talked about you know how good it was and in years past has talked about how great it was and how dynamic it was prior to facing Alabama but then it faces Alabama and it gets beaten I mean this past year Crimson Tide went down to uh, you know Death Valley Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, the place that's coined the arena, the venue where opponents' dreams come to die. That only works true for teams not named Alabama as Crimson Tide went down there and just shut them out. 29 to nothing in Baton Rouge. And, uh, you know, Lifetime against Nick Saban since Coach Saban became the uh, head man for Alabama in 2007, LSU is 3-10. Lifetime against Nick Saban. Uh, LSU was also 0 for its last eight since the 2011 9-6 game of the century matchup. And quintessentially, this is the same LSU team that took the field last year and will take the field this year, plus or minus a few pieces. I mean... LSU had Joe Burrow last year. It had Clyde Edwards-Hilaire last year. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, uh, Derek Dillon, Terrence Marshall, Greg Delpit, Christian Fulton, uh, Rashard Lawrence. You know, a lot of players that were on that team last year are on this team this year. So it's quintessentially the same team. And uh, national media, have you noticed... The games that are the ones that are overly hyped in terms of the opponent facing Alabama, it never really works out for that opponent. Case in point, people have been overhyping these games since the 2009 Southeastern Conference title game. Remember that game to where Florida was the gold standard in college football? Florida was being talked about as the dynasty. If they win this in 2009, the national championship, they would have three out of four. That's the dynasty. I mean, Tim Tebow was thought about as the golden boy. He was about to be the first player since Archie Griffin of the Ohio State Buckeyes to be the first player to to win two Heisman trophies. And uh, Urban Meyer was thought about as the GOAT, the greatest of all time, the greatest to ever do it. They were ready to hail Urban as the best ever. I mean, people looked at Nick Saban. You know, Nick, you are right. Nick, you good. Nick, you straight and everything, but you ain't on Urban's level. You ain't on Urban's plateau. You haven't done the things that Urban has done. I mean, just sit back, Nick, and let's just enjoy what Urban Meyer's about to do. I mean, that was the conversation. People were saying, you know, it's going to take Nick Saban six years to win the first one. And he goes, okay, I see where you're coming from. All right, watch what I do. And uh, not only in that game does Nick Saban and Alabama just destroy Florida 32 to 13, but they stripped everything from Florida. I mean, look at the amount of coaches that Florida has went through since Urban Meyer. You had Will Muschamp over there. You had Charlie Strong over there. Now you're looking at Dan Mullen. You had uh, Jim McElwain over there. And now you're looking at Dan Mullen, and Florida fans are praying on a stack of Bibles that Dan Mullen's finally the guy to get them back to where, you know, Urban Meyer had them at one point in time. I mean... That win by Bama stripped everything from Florida. It was a power shift. The uh, 
gold standard went from being thought to be in Gainesville to now resides in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. When Alabama beat Florida, it set Florida back years. We're talking years. And uh, then it faces the Texas Longhorns in the BCS National Championship game. And a lot of people hyped up Texas. They had Texas in high regard. I mean, look at Colt McCoy. Look at Jordan Shipley. Look at Coach Mack Brown and what they've done. And the moment that Marcel Darius hit Colt McCoy, you know how your mama would always tell you, you keep talking like that, I'm going to slap you in the next week. The moment Marcel Darius hit Colt McCoy, it slapped Texas into the next millennium because Texas has not, it's taken Texas 10 years, 10 plus years to get back around of it. That's how bad Alabama did Texas. And when you look at the 2012, you know, BCS National Championship game off the 2011 season, you know, everybody's hyping up LSU. You know, LSU beat Alabama in the 2011 regular season game. Nothing's going to stop LSU from winning again. Oh, this game is in New Orleans. Oh, they've got Jordan Jefferson and uh, the likes of Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry and Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew on defense, and, you know, we don't need Nick Saban at LSU. We got our guy. We got Les Miles. We got the Mad Hat. You know, he's already won us a national championship in 2007. Who needs Nick Saban? We got Mad Hatter over here. He's eating grass and winning. And all of a sudden, 2012 title game, Alabama shuts out LSU 21-0 and has set LSU back. Because of that loss, I mean, LSU lost the second best coach in college football at that time because why? He couldn't beat Nick Saban. I mean, now, now honestly, the underlining reason for that was Ness Miles's um, offensive style had grown boring and old and archaic and outdated. But the main reason was of him getting the boot out of LSU, he couldn't beat Nick Saban. And that's kind of written in the fine print beneath the fine print of a contract, especially when you're coming into the Southeastern Conference. And then, it's not just that. You look at, you know, the 2015 game between Alabama and Georgia. National media hyped up. I mean, Alabama was an underdog in that game. Coming off the loss to Ole Miss. They go into Athens between the hedges, and that was the washout. 38 to 10, just completely handled Georgia. And then, of course, we all remember the 2017 season opener, Alabama, Florida State, in the Chick fil A Peach Bowl, the Chick fil A game. This is the greatest opener of all time. Number one versus number three, Alabama and the Seminoles. I mean, people are looking at. Yeah, Nick Saban's good, but Jimbo Fisher's just that good. Jimbo Fisher can stand right next to Saban. Jimbo Fisher has won a championship. Jimbo Fisher is every bit as good as Nick Saban. And that game was over the moment the ball was kicked off and Daniel Wright goes flying down the field and knocks a guy's nostrils off his body. The game was over after that. Final score is 24-7. And then, of course... The 2017, you know, college football playoff semifinal between Clemson and Alabama. You know, people had hyped up Clemson for that game. And, you know, Alabama took care of the Tigers. I think the score was 24-6, to if I'm not mistaken. So, anytime 
A game has been overhyped to the upteenth degree, and people are you know, getting their getting these fans to spend their children's college fund on a football game, and, and you're hyping up the opponent facing Alabama. It has never worked out well for that opponent. It typically doesn't work out well. And now the hype is surrounding LSU. You know, this is this LSU team. Uh, they're going to win this game. Uh, hands down, LSU. You know, all the national media gassing up this matchup right here for the Tigers. And no offense to LSU. They've had a great year. Joe Burrow's been magnificent. Joe Brady has been great running the quarterbacks in the passing game. Edo has done what you expect Edo to do. But I'm not buying this whole Fear of a Tiger campaign because... When you are all for your last eight, what is there to fear? When you are three and ten lifetime against Nick Saban, what is there to fear? I'm looking forward to be, I'm looking forward to it being a good matchup, but this is quintessentially the same LSU team that Alabama faced last year, plus or minus a few t- plus or minus a few pieces. We'll see if this is legit for LSU, or we'll see once again. Uh, if this is not just complete, utter hype. We're going to go to our final break here on this edition of shows in my own words, the podcast. Touchdown Alabama Magazine, as always. You download the TDA Magazine app. You can get this, as always, via the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store, if you got the Android phone. Uh, podcast options can be listed at the bottom of the screen. Be sure to check out uh, Touchdown. Be sure to subscribe to TDAlabamaMag.com for all the latest. Got a little tongue-tied there. And also Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube. Get with the site, folks. Over 6,000 subscribers strong. Uh, Thanks to you guys, the fans. When we get back, we jump into another episode of Steven's Final Word. What will be the final word from me this week? Don't touch that dial, folks. Tidy up loose ends. We come back to In My Own Word. 